You are listening to Church Talk with Isaac. Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Church Talk with Isaac. I am your host, Isaac Watson. And as I begin every episode, I want to thank all of my listeners, uh, my supporters, those of you who take time out of your week um, to share, to uh, to download, to support this particular platform. I really do appreciate it. I appreciate all of you. Um, I want to take time before I get into the topic today, and I want to read one of um, the reviews from one of our listeners, and uh, this one is from Real Authentic Love. It says, Isaac's Church Talk podcast is a real blessing. I first came upon the episode on ministry in the marketplace and the place of fivefold ministry in the church and soon began to listen to more of the podcast. This strengthened me with further clarity and walking out calling in ministry. The episodes offer fresh, relevant, eye-opening, and at times challenging takes on various topics related to the church. I found tremendous insight provided, especially on many topics that people wonder about, but aren't always addressed openly within the church. I think Isaac does a great job of addressing imbalances and has sensitivity to where people may be coming from, all while holding true to the faith that has been entrusted to the saints. By all means, listen and dive in and you will be enriched. Thank you so much for that review. I really do appreciate it. Um, That means uh, so much to me. I'm glad that uh, you've been able to uh, listen to some of the episodes and that um, they've been enriching to you. And hopefully many others who hear your review, um, they also will give Church Talk with Isaac a try. They'll give it a listen. And uh, hopefully my hope is that they too will be blessed. So thank you so much again for that. Listen, before I go forward, I want you to stop doing whatever you're doing. And I want you to take time to rate Church Talk with Isaac. If you've listened to at least one episode, um, I want you to take time to rate it and also leave a review. I would love to read your review uh, as well. And the reason why it's important that Uh, this platform is rated is because it makes it more visible to individuals who are looking for um, more podcasts, Christian podcasts, uh, biblical podcasts, church related podcasts. Uh, The the higher the rating, the more visible this platform becomes. So uh, take a moment to do that. Uh, You can pause it if you need to. All right. Let's go ahead and dive into today's topic, and hopefully uh, this topic is one. I really do want this topic to be uh, something that helps you all in your personal journey, and I want to talk today out of the topic, Help, I Can't Stop Sinning, and what I want to do is I want to take a particular angle uh, regarding temptation. Now, this topic, you all, is one that everyone has probably struggled with at some point in their life. So this is probably one that you may want to send to someone uh, that you know this may be beneficial to. Now, I want to open up talking out of Matthew chapter 6, verse 13. It's a very familiar passage. So let's go and look at it. It says, And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, there are a lot of misconceptions regarding this verse, because at first glance, if you read or if you study the scriptures, particularly the New Testament, this verse seems like it is seemingly um, contradictory to another verse in the book of James, 
where uh, James says that the Lord tempts no one. Let's just go ahead and look at that. And then we're going to talk about these two verses. Now, James chapter one, verse 13 says, let no one say when he's tempted, I'm tempted by God for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then when his desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Now, I want to compare these two verses because I do want to make something very clear. God does not tempt anyone with evil. God does not tempt anyone with sin. Now, this is something that I believe is important to cover because many times people go through things and they almost look at what they're going through as if it is a test from God, as if God is testing you to see how strong you really are and what you can really handle. But the fact of the matter is that God never puts us in sinful situations in order to see how we're going to get out of them. I want to really help you all. Now, James says that people are tempted by their own desires. He doesn't say that he's that people are tempted by God. They are led away. People are led away by their own desires. They're led away and they're baited by whatever issues or whatever um, internal passions that they may be experiencing. Now, the confusion comes, I believe, with these two verses, because um, in Matthew chapter six, of course, it says that uh, we are to pray that God do not lead us into temptation, but that he'll deliver us from the evil one or that he'll deliver us from evil. And the confusion comes in because in that verse, that word temptation is a word that can be translated a, a few different ways. And depending on how it's translated, it also determines what we believe about temptation, even when we're dealing with our own sinfulness. Now, when we talk about temptation and when that word says, do not lead us into temptation, one of the things that we have to understand is that that word is a Greek word, perezo. And what that word means is temptation, but it can also mean tests, or trials. Now, this is important because we know the Lord cannot be tempted, nor does he tempt anyone with evil, because quite honestly, that's against his nature. But because of that, we have to look at the verse in Matthew chapter six, and we have to begin to examine and say, well, maybe temptation isn't the best translation for this word. I, I personally believe that a better translation is not that he would not lead us into temptation, but rather that he would not lead us into various trials or tests. Now, this is important because there's a difference between a temptation and a trial. Typically, when we talk about temptation, temptation is typically a desire that we have to do something, especially something that's wrong, something that's sinful, something that's unwise. We're tempted by our own desires that may be contrary to the uh, uh, to the will or the nature of the agenda of God. So when we talk about temptation, that's typically what we're relating to. But when we talk about trials or tests, that's something different altogether. A trial, if you look it up, uh, um, if you look the definition up of a trial or a test, a trial is typically translated or it's defined as a hardship, 
a persecution that you may be experiencing or a process that you may be going through. Now, this is this is significant because sometimes we see temptations as a process we have to go through when really is not. A temptation is something that we have to learn to not entertain. It's not something that we have to learn to see how much of it we can actually have in order to test our strength or to see um, um, where we really are. No, he doesn't want to lead you into trials, but temptations are something that we should not put our energy in entertaining. All right. We have to understand the difference between these two things, because one of the things that the scripture said about temptation is that God always gives us a way of escape. He always will give you a way out. He doesn't want you to have to endure sin. I hope you all hear me. I hope you listen to me. He actually wants you to avoid it so that you don't become susceptible to sinful temptation. He wants you to avoid when you when you face various levels of temptation, he wants you to be able to avoid it. Now, this is why this is important. One of the things that we have to understand is that God does not always deliver you from the trials that you face, but he does give you an ability and he does give you an opportunity to escape temptations as they come. Now, I want you all to hear this because oftentimes when you mix up what I'm getting ready to tell you, many people find themselves in this never ending cycle of sin, sinful behavior, uh, condemnation, always trying to uh, figure out why you keep finding yourself in the same situations over and over again. And one of the reasons is because of what I'm getting ready to tell you. There are two abilities that are to be developed in your life. If you are to become more victorious over the power of sin, let me tell you what these two abilities are. Number one, you have to begin to develop an ability to escape temptation. And number two, you have to begin to develop an ability to endure trials. Now, sometimes when you mix these up, you find that people try to do the opposite. They develop an ability to escape trials and they develop an ability to endure temptation. But that's not the way that things should go. You should be escaping temptation and enduring trials. When you look at Jesus, God uh, didn't deliver Jesus from the trial that he was facing. He prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane and he said, Lord, if it be your will, remove this cup from me. God did not remove the cup. You can say uh, we can look at um, the example of Paul. When Paul talked about the thorn in his side, the thorn in his flesh, and he, he asked the Lord three times to remove this thorn. And all three times the Lord said, no, he did not deliver him from that trial. But what God did do was give them an ability to endure. He said, he told, uh, he told Paul, look, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So in other words, even though you're going through this and you're going through this and it's a hard thing, listen, I'm going to give you a grace. I'm going to give you a strength in order to make it through this trial, because at the end of this trial, at the end of this test, there is a greater glory. There is a greater reward. There is a sense of you understanding what you are able to endure. And now there's a greater measurement of the strength that you now have on the inside of you in your own life. 
However, when you deal with temptation, it's never God's will that you try to put yourself in a position to see how much of it you can actually take before you actually crack. Listen, that's not the way this should go. Your ability to escape temptation should be increased and your ability to endure trials should be increased. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. God always makes a way of escape for you in the face of temptation. Now, we have to understand that temptation is not something that will ever overpower you. Temptation is always something that you will give into because of your own choice and your own um, maturity level. So temptation does not overpower your decision. You're never forced to sin. You never are forced in a place where you don't have a choice. You're never tempted beyond what you can handle. The fact that you faced it, hear me, proves that it's smaller than you. The fact that you are uh, uh, faced with it, that you may be going through it, is proof that God has given you all things that you need in order to make it through. Now, what I want to do in these last couple minutes is I want to clarify something that will help you overcome a spirit of condemnation. Now, I, I want you all to listen to me. Just because you had a bad thought, it doesn't mean that you entered into sin. All right. Okay. Let me say it again. Just because you had a bad thought or a negative thought, it doesn't mean that you entered into sin. I've heard people say, well, we all are sinners. You never had a bad thought. Da, 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 da. But the thing is this, a bad thought does not determine sin. What determines sin is whether or not you entertain that thought. What determines sin is what you actually do with that thought. If you begin to entertain sin, now what you're entering into is a sense of fantasy. And now you're entering into a place to where you are now embracing that negative thought. And now you are imagining what it would be like to live out that thought. But this is what Paul said. Paul said that we are to cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. Now, the reason why it's important to look at that is because Paul never said that imaginations wouldn't come. He simply said, when they come, you have to cast them down, which means this. Your thoughts are a byproduct of many different directions. Thoughts can come from your experiences. Thoughts can come from um, your outside influences. Um, thoughts can come from your internal desires. Thoughts can also come from demons and thoughts can come from God and spiritual beings. So what it is that we have to understand is it's important to have a spirit of discernment where you have the gift of the discerning of spirits to be able to understand the motivating factor behind the thoughts that you think. Therefore, when thoughts come that are negative, you can cast those thoughts down right away. Don't try to entertain them to see how far you can go with it and to see uh, the bare minimal um, um, aspect of being a Christian and saying, well, uh, you know, I'm just thinking it. I'm not doing it. No. When you think it and when you entertain it, it's just as bad as doing it. 
So what we have to learn to do is when thoughts may come that may be negative, that may be um, um, demonic, that may be carnal, that may be dark. You have to learn how to cast down those imaginations and replace those thoughts through the process of the renewing of your own mind. Now, thoughts can be temptations, but thoughts within themselves are not sin because temptation within itself is not sin. So one of the things, if you want to overcome and stop the process of, of, of sin in your life, one of the things you have to understand as we've gone over is the difference between temptation and trials, that temptation itself is not sin. And when you deal with temptation at the temptation level, it prevents you from moving into a state that we call sin. Now, everything that I talked about in this podcast is in a new ebook that I wrote. Um, literally I, I took a segment from it and I literally just talked through it. If this teaching was beneficial to you, if you learned something from it, I want you to go to my website and look at my new ebook. It's called trapped winning your battle with sin trapped winning your battle with sin. Now I've covered many other topics within this ebook as well that I believe can help you. I talked about the renewing of the mind. I talked about um, uh, changing your thought patterns. Uh, we talked about sonship throughout um, the book as well. There's, there's top, there are topics that I believe if you go through it, you'll find yourself becoming a stronger temple, a stronger house of God. And then you'll understand um, that God has not called you to live a life of sin. He's called you to live a life as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All right. IsaacWatsonMinistries.com. Check it out. There'll be a link um, in this episode as well where you can you can click on it as, as it is in every episode and go to my website. All right. Listen, I love you all so very much. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, do me a favor. Also, visit my website and I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to send me some topics that you would like to hear in 2022. And hopefully I can cover those topics for you. Um, and uh, they can be beneficial to you as well. All right, I love you all. You all have a great day. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to Church Talk with Isaac. If you enjoy our content and benefit from this podcast, do me a favor and subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends, family, and colleagues. I'm also on all social media platforms and would love to connect with you. You can also partner with us by visiting IsaacWatsonMinistries.com and clicking donate. Your partnership helps us to get the message of Jesus through Isaac Watson Ministries to the world. Talk to you soon.